listening to a brand new episode of Threes from the Ring Podcast, episode 65. Of course, it's your boy Chris J back for another week. Basketball wrestling talk. Uh, got my co-host on here. Go ahead and introduce yourself, folks. Yo, it's South. All right. Uh, so we're recording this immediately after the Super Bowl just ended. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs beat the uh, 49ers 31 to 20. Pat Mahomes did it for the culture. Even though he's half black and has MAGA tendencies, we he still is a nigga at the end of the day. And we respect what he did for the second day of Black History Month, a black quarterback winning the Super Bowl. So, respect. Uh, shout out to Andy Regan, his first Super Bowl. It would have been two, but uh, Donovan McNabb had to be a choke artist. But it be that way sometimes. But good Super Bowl overall, really good game. Uh but yeah, so before, we're gonna actually do wrestling first this week. I actually kind of, like wrestling has been pretty interesting the past week. Uh, we got to recap the Royal Rumble, and we also not really a lot happened this week, but still stuff to talk about in terms of just uh wrestling stuff. So uh, last week was the Royal Rumble. Um, Overall, the pay-per-view in itself was really good. I enjoyed it. Uh, even the slow points, where which what some people consider the Bailey versus Lacey match was in, but I feel like it was a good match when you go back and watch it. Uh, both Rumbles slapped. Both Rumbles was really freaking good. Uh, shout out to Bianca Belair and the Women's Rumble. She did her thing. And yeah, yeah uh, we definitely got to give respect to her. She made herself look like a freaking star that night. Um, Brock Lesnar showed why he's Brock Lesnar, and sh- and also shout out to Brock Lesnar for putting over Drew McIntyre as well. Uh, Roman versus Corbin was a good opening match. That that opened right. Yeah, yeah, that opened. That was a really good opening match. Uh, Oscar versus Becky was really freaking good. Um, but Oscar's in the ring, so come on now. Uh. Overall, it was a really good freaking pay-per-view. I had no major issues with it. Um, your thoughts, initial thoughts on it? Yeah, I like it. I agree with you said about the uh, women's. Uh, just a few couple takeaways from the pay-per-view that I had, uh, especially in the women's pay-per-view. Like you said, Bianca Bella looking amazing. Naomi came out looking like a star. Um uh, what else? 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 I don't. I still don't. No, I'm getting closer. I still don't believe as a pen. I still don't believe um that Charlotte should have won, but I understand there was literally nobody else other who was slated to win other than Charlotte and or Shayna Baszler. Um, and I guess it would have been too soon to have Shayna Baszler go against Becky Lynch at Mania. Yes, you just don't want that. You kind of don't want that type of slow match. Um, but um, it was it was it was a really good women's rumble. Uh, not that many surprises in terms of like women, like that, you know, because it's when you keep it real, it's not that unless you count the Satina stuff. But I don't feel like them them. I don't know. I don't want to sound horrible, but I don't feel like them people coming in. You know. Me for Santa Santina stuff was funny because after that show, the, the, the it didn't go off well with a certain community. But yeah. um, also, uh, 
because it's not that many legendary women you can come back and be a surprise. Like the Bellas are pregnant, so you can't do them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Rhonda is still trying to do things like that involves her family. Hello, you there? Yo, you just got cut off. Yo. Man, the feds came in. There we go. Uh, go ahead. Uh, so, uh, yeah, like I was saying, um, it, it was, it, it wasn't really nobody for the women you can put at that place. But Shanna Baszler also looked at, like, a star. And, um, it was cool. She was, I think she almost had as many eliminations as, um, as Bianca Belair did. I think she had, like, six or seven. And Bianca Bella had eight because she was suplexing people off the ring like Brock Lesnar was. She was. She was. <laughs> um, hold on, real quick. My house, so I apologize in advance. Go! Um, but yeah, um, um, what I was trying to say, oh yeah, she was like a star. Um, all in all, it was real good. It was odds of Alexa Bliss actually winning it too, cause she was looking real good enough. Mm-hmm. But I guess she didn't, and I guess Sasha Banks is injured. Yeah, she God, legit, she, she has like, to be um, legit hurt. She got like Jabari Parker, dog. Every time you look up, she got an injury. I mean, it was weird, but um. It was cool. The men's rumble, I really like. Yeah, the men's rumble was extremely freaking. Oh yeah, before we move on to the men's rumble, uh, shout out to Beth Phoenix working with CTE and her head being freaking busted open for like majority of the match. So shout out to her for that because that was that was a, that was legit work. Definitely. Like I respect her a lot for that. Like that takes a lot of effort and also takes a lot of bravery. And also shout out to the women not literally punking out and making sure uh, just because her she her head was bleeding and all that. But mm-hmm. shout out to Beth Phoenix like that was a hell of a performance while your back of your head literally has a huge gash in it. But um, but yeah, definitely uh, yeah. So, shout um, out to her. so to the men's first off, since I'm about to talk about the Brock stuff, let me say this: there was no. Racial agenda by Brock Lesnar or Vince McMahon out there to make all the black and other people of color look bad. None. Brock was dominant like everybody thought he was. Mm-hmm. And what he's supposed to be because he was a champ. Exactly. I still don't know that man's motive for actually being in the Rumble, but it is what it is. Now, mm-hmm. my mission not. That was some entertaining Brock Lesnar stuff right there. Extremely. Very. Uh, um, yeah. From what I saw, like, some of the best spots from him, him flipping Johnny, I mean, um, I hope I said call him Johnny Nitro. Him flipping up John, flipping John Morrison over the rope. And him, John Morrison on his feet. I knew that hurt. I know he's like parkour. He can prepare for anything. But how fast that man whipped. 
<laughs> nigga <laughs> got flipped. <laughs> nigga got flipped. Um, shout out to Baron Corbin. If you look at his seat, bro, the WWE check pays well. Um, I'm trying to think of something else. Uh, um, Oh yeah, the Brock Lesnar uh, shots and Benjamin. Uh, thing that was, was cool. Even though that people was hilarious. still trying to pull out uh, a racist thing. I, I forgot Trump Benjamin was with the company. Um. Also, uh, shout out to Patrick Mahomes becoming the uh, the youngest player in NFL history to win a god darn um, uh, Super Bowl MVP. Also. I would like to say this before I get back to wrestling. I ain't know he was 24 years old. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kind of make me feel some type of way. Uh, <laughs> but, um... Yeah. So, other stories that was in there, everybody that people had winning a Rumble, like, with the odds and stuff, looked it really freaking good. Particularly like Roman and Drew. Um, every time I saw Roman, I was like, "Yeah, Fiend better wake up. It's happening." Because even though, even though, um, even though he kicked Brock Lesnar out, you could just use that to set up Lesnar versus Drew. Yep. You ain't gotta, you ain't gotta have a whole rumble about it, right? Yeah, definitely agree. Um. um also, the heck is this? I don't know what the heck this is. Um, also, I'm trying to think. Please help me think. Because there's a lot going on right now, and I'm trying to stay positive. Um, also, people like the return, like Edge, the biggest thing out that rumble, him walking down with his tears in his eyes, almost. How about all look, even though he kind of looked like Boulder. <laughs> he kind of looked, he literally looked like a um, a Norse god, bro. He did. That was, that was washed, but he came back to fight Kratos. He eventually dies because he's fighting Kratos, but still. Um, that was really, really good. Him kiss stuff with Randy Orton. If AJ Styles ain't get injured, dog, it wouldn't have been AJ versus Edge, and that one a slap. But AJ Styles got injured. Um, and probably AJ would probably be off until like before Mania or after Mania. It's a separated uh, shoulder. He said like it's not as bad as everybody's making it out to be. So he wasn't even on the Raw afterwards. Though, I, well, look, that's he like he said is uh, he said in some interview I read uh, this week that it's not as bad as they try to make it out to be. They're just gonna let him get some rest because he you gotta remember he's been working his ass off so. Which like, is smart. And it's yeah. okay. AJ Styles, he's a star that doesn't need mania to stay relevant. He's just AJ yeah. freaking Styles. Um, <laughs> you know, wait, wait, I got a question. Kyle Shanahan, he was a part of the the AT, the, the Atlanta yes. Hawks New England game too? Yes. He was the offensive coordinator that stopped running. Um, 
what I'm about to say again. Um, but yeah, Drew winning was the call. Uh, him working babyface, that's gonna have to stop right the the fuel after Brock Lesnar immediately. Like whoever fuels against, he stays. Like he fuses against a heel to get his name over. God, please do not let it be Bobby Lashley. Hopefully, it's Seth Rollins and his goons. And then he turned heel over like a, a very, very baby face who got like a leg up on him, like Ricochet or something, toss him around. Like, oh, I'm on. not for Drew McIntyre. I look up Drew McIntyre stand, but uh, like, um, um, I'm trying to think. Uh, 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 I just don't like the. The, the happy-go-lucky stuff of it. He's, like, too big and too brawny. <laughs> like, it's just weird. Um, to Something else I was going to say. Uh, Roman going against the Fiend seeming like it's going to happen. Probably that triple threat match. But I don't see how Brian get integrated in the match in which he lost against the Fiend two times already. Um, but I also don't want to see a Roman versus Fiend match just to see Roman get beat the crap out of be like, nigga, I'm unstoppable too. It's spare him once and it's all over. Um, or three million Superman punches to, uh, uh, hit the ropes three times spear. Um, also, um, this XFL Twitter, now they're talking about now it's our turn. All right, man, you better quit tweeting on Super Bowl Sunday. Exactly. Cause we don't care. <laughs> Um, also, um, that match day, that strap match wasn't as bad. Still, Bray Wyatt sometimes sucking the ring, though. Um, but Daniel Bryan brings the best out of anybody. Exactly. Also, um, I'm trying to, um, I'm in the middle of a podcast, bro. Um, bro. But, um, also, uh, I'm out, I'm trying to think who else was, had a good showing. Ricochet got tossed out fast as heck after the whole Brock stuff. Um, forgot he was on a roster for a while. I know he's probably, like, resting his body from all them goddamn flips, but, uh, was it really no big returns? Was that really any, like, mm, MVP and Edge mm-hmm. being the main big return. Yeah. And MVP wrestled the Raw after son. But all in all, it was a good rumble. Um, hopefully, Bailey versus Sasha Mania. Hopefully, Becky do not go against Charlotte. Hopefully, something happens. Some people rumoring that Charlotte don't challenge Becky. She challenges... Uh, Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley. I don't want that. Amazing. Okay. The match... Don't beat okay. Rhea Ripley. Ripley beats her. Yeah. This is the thing. The match will be fire. It's going to slap like a month. But if you may have Rare Ripley beat Charlotte, who is arguably, you could literally say in terms of just, in terms of just like not just accomplished, but the best diva on the roster, you're setting Rare Ripley up to have Dana and Shayna Baszler run with the NXT belt. At that point. Anything is possible, you know, when it comes to losing. Yes, of course. Um, uh, so, with that being said, like you can still, even if you don't, 
Tennessee don't um, like like have a run like Shayna Baszler and she beats Charlotte still. You can still people have like someone like Eo Shirai, somebody like you know, create a stable to jump or take the belt. It's, it's ways to get the belts off of somebody that's extremely dominant. The mm-hmm. problem I would have with it though, even though I don't have that much that that much of a problem, is um uh Charlotte win loss record. Not just that mania, but just in general when it comes to titles and stuff like that. Even though she's like an eleven time champion, like you still lose a crap ton of belts. I mean, you still losing a crap ton of matches, and you're the strongest. Um, uh, hmm. Uh, what else is the outcome? I think Braun just won an Intercontinental title too, so yep, you can run down the belt this week. The weekly shows. The heck. Weekly shows, not much. Like Andrade got ridden off because he broke wellness policy, so he suspended. Uh, with holding the belt at the same time, which is comical, which to a lot of people saying, well, why didn't they just let Humberto win the belt? That just shows, they were like, look, rest a little bit, chill a little bit. We're not going to take this belt off you. I'm going to write you off with the belt in hand. It's very comical when you think about it because Humberto could have won the match. They were like, nah, nah, we good. So, but, mm. so yeah, that happened. Um, they said it was Coke Arena too, man. Who? Yeah, they said it was Coke. Hey, man, him. Let me look, man. Test Charlotte. <laughs> Test Charlotte, G. They need to check Charlotte out, man. I'm. <laughs> they need to test Charlotte. Rick Flair too much. <laughs> like, G. Yeah, he's been with Ric Flair a lot. I can see. Shoot, that's the only way. But uh, <laughs> if it's Coke. It's funny, it's wild, all at the same time. Cause it's like, damn, G. So uh, you out here like that, G? Be that way sometimes. Uh, stay off the booger sugar though. Say no to drugs, kids. We don't approve of this. Uh, but yeah, so Andrade just come back a month from the town, just uh, make better life decisions. Let's put it that way. And Charlotte, help him. That's all. Uh, yeah, true. But yeah, not much really happened this week on the re- weekly shows. Um, yeah, not much really. Happened. Oh, R- Randy Orton versus. Um, oh yeah, Randy the Ed, Randy, Randy Orton Edge situation. So, uh, for one, <coughs> shout out to uh, Randy Orton pulling off the uh, the big show, as I like to call it. I'm gonna be a heel one week and face the next. Um, but it's Randy Orton's character at this point, so it'd be that way. But um, but yeah, Edge uh came back to Raw for the first time in a long time. Dropped a promo. Randy Orton comes out, teases a rated RKO reunion. RKO's him. Randy and Edge just sails the hell out of this because we sitting there thinking like, yo, uh, I think he actually hurt. <laughs> And Randy Orton just literally being Randy Orton, over, overselling the whole thing, teasing a punt, and then teasing just hit him in the neck with a chair to just cachero the man with it in the neck in the, with the chair at the end. It was just, it was just perfect, very perfect. But uh, but yeah, so we're pretty much about to get that at Mania more than likely. It's looking like, 
or fast lane. Like it depends. I don't know what they're exactly gonna do with this. We'll see. Uh, whether go on past because they still got no wait. It's Super Showdown, Fast Lane, then Mania, right? Because they go into Saudi before Mania. Mania. You said what? I think it's Fast Lane, Super Showdown, Mania. I don't think Showdown got announced yet. They just said it should be one coming up. Mm. Not WWE, but people who you know be on their dick. So. Uh, uh, if they still choose to do it, like so, we'll see um, where it goes from there. But um, we'll see. Um, but yeah, overall, like wrestling was cool this week. Royal Rumble was good. I didn't really have no major issues with Raw. Um, but, uh, SmackDown, nothing much really happened. Hopefully, well, my main thing is I just hope the Usos, Roman Reigns, and Baron Corbin storyline just done over mm-hmm. with um that just needs to get just be shut down immediately um because i'm tired of it. so this that that this past week should have been a perfect way to just end that storyline all together uh give something fresh baron corbin to do um so who do you like question with Braun being the uh the intercontinental champion now who do you see his Sheamus. potential yeah Sheamus, but like anybody else On SmackDown? Yeah. Shoot. Um, <laughs> you need a, a heel other than Sheamus. I'm saying Baron Corbin might be his mania opponent. Ew. Might happen, though. Could happen, yeah. It could happen. Could happen. Uh... Oh, I don't want to see that, though. Uh, I'm trying to think. Like, who the heck is on the SmackDown roster that's a heel of the hill to? Let's see. SmackDown roster. Let's see. The Miz is in the tag team right now, so that's a no. Um. <laughs> Bless you. Um, damn. Hmm. That SmackDown roster is very freaking dry bones. Really dry. This is where those moments where you just feel like they should just move people up on NXT to help benefit. The I think with the moving people off stuff and why they're slowing down on it, the lost in the shuffle type stuff. I don't think they want people to get lost in the shuffle. Um, I get it, but it's kind of like more for SmackDown. It's true, but who can you move up to be a heel just to get beat by Braun Strowman? That's also true. Uh, that's the thing. It's like you move somebody up just to get beat by Braun Strowman, do you have nothing else for them? Um, I know this is random, <laughs> and we slandered this bed a few episodes ago. What if Lars Sullivan come back? Ew. 
Because <laughs> so, I'm, I'm looking at the roster, G. It's like Robert Rule, maybe? Ew. There's really nobody on this roster. <laughs> yeah, it, it ain't nobody. Yeah, because it's like it's very tag team heavy, top heavy, and jobber heavy. Yeah, it definitely is. I don't, I don't see anything uh, unless you turn Braun heel and have him go against Brian and Mania, or Shorty G, or uh, Elias. It can happen with Elias. Elias can turn heel again and go against Braun, but I also don't want to see that. I just, I just want like great matches in terms of like me not turning away and. And put it on my phone and end up putting two K like matches on. Cause yeah, I do that man. a lot now. Um so uh I don't know, that means yeah, it, it's I think it's shoehorn for it to be Sheamus. Um and that's probably it. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, that wouldn't be surprised they just drain the thing with Sheamus. But uh, in terms of wrestling, that's kinda really it. Um yeah, that's it. Like nothing really. AEW really hasn't done nothing. Um. Besides, I saw a video that um. That rest, racist folks uh posted on Twitter. I'm not. It was on Twitter, but a uh, racist folks who was part of NWA Power. Uh, Jim, Jim Cornette. There we go. Oh uh, uh, yeah, all that. Yeah, <laughs> and like, he pointed people out people was like, waiting on spots and stuff. You said what? The people was waiting on spots and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's just like I saw that. Yeah, he was legit going in. That was just a clip. I might I gotta find the whole video, but he was legit going in. It's on I believe it's on our Twitter page if you listening and want to see the video. But he was laying it on AEW for just like a lot of just how they handle the wrestling. And it goes back to what I've been saying. It is very spot heavy wrestling and not just, you know, regular ring work. And all of that. And sometimes, and it just shows that a lot of those people that you guys love and adore in AEW are just spot fest wrestlers, which is not a bad thing. But in terms of just actually selling a story, which sometimes ring work is necessary for, that's kind of what draws actually like four or five star matches to me. And that's just somebody who's been watching wrestling for years saying it, so... Hey, but uh, hey, if y'all like those WWE 2K uh 19 matches, then hey, be my guest. But um, but let's go ahead and move, go into basketball. Um, it's been officially been a week since Kobe Bryant has left this earth. Um, if you listen to the last podcast, um, we was giving our live takes. Um, you heard each of us be very emotional. Uh. During the course of that uh, that last twenty minute little segment we uh, in the last episode, but uh, R.I.P. to Kobe and his daughter Gigi, uh, and also the uh, other victims in the uh, crash. I don't have their names listed, but uh, R.I.P. to the families, the teammates of uh, of Gianna and uh, and, the, and her, those people as well. Uh, F. Dr. Umar, by the way, 
F anybody that's trying to be negative and all of that. And F uh, that Urkel9 nigga on Twitter as well. So, but been a week. Um, feel a lot better about it. And just overall, just want to just say, like, I have to give it a week to think about it. That Kobe, like, this week proved how big Kobe is just outside of basketball. Um, how big he is just outside of sports as well. Because the man was legit beyond, popular beyond, like, sports. And it showed, like, just even Donald Trump took the time to freaking give Kobe a tribute. And that says a lot in itself. And also just how, like, how the league handled it and just even like the NFL as well handled it. Like they even did their own little tribute during the Super Bowl and excuse me, other sports as well. But it just really showed like how much people really respected the man, Kobe Bryant, the and just showed love to him and his daughter in various ways. And it's a lot of, it's very unfortunate situation regardless. Um, I don't really care about people trying to put discredit the pilot. That's not cool to me. Uh, lives is lost either way. It's too late to hear all of that type of news. And but definitely keeping uh, Vanessa Bryant in prayer and, and her uh, three other. They had three or four kids, right? Um, I think it's four. But her three, three, three other kids and up kids. in prayer as well. So, because uh, I know she's definitely going through it. And also, just give that woman space. Anybody trying to force her to make public appearances and stuff, y'all are not entitled to that. Leave these people alone. Uh, just let her do what she needs to do to get her life in order. Uh, but it's just, it's really, it's like one of those things where it just, even a week later for me, like, I, I say this all the time. Not I was never a Kobe fan. I had respect for Kobe. But I was never, like, for me, like, I had, like, a fake hate for Kobe because of what he did to Shaq. And for me, regardless, I always had to pay attention to Kobe because it's Kobe freaking Bryant. Like, like we were always very harsh Kobe critics on this podcast. And I don't take back nothing I said in terms of, like, like do I feel like he's a top ten player? Yes. Is he top five? No. Feel free to argue with me. I don't care. I don't want to argue that no more. The man's life is lost. And, like, but in terms of just, like, who he was as a player, I'm going to always have huge respect for who he was as a leader, what he has done for basketball in itself, even basketball outside of it. But that respect is always going to be there. But regardless, the man was – I grew up watching Kobe play basketball. Like, I seen the man with the afro even before when he was coming into league niggas on all that, my nigga. Like, he was, I grew up watching Kobe, whether I liked it or not. And it's one of those things where he's like, damn, they actually have, like, he's not here on this earth. It's crazy each time I think about it, random points of the day. It's just like, yo, like, that's why I couldn't really watch a lot of basketball this week until, like, maybe late Wednesday, late Thursday, when I was like, oh, okay, I can watch some basketball. Um. But overall, just it's still like a crazy reality that Kobe is not here 
Like, it's crazy when you think about it. Uh, but I'm like, it's always going to be a respect. And it's crazy, man. Like, it's legit crazy. Like, I'm really, like, I ain't going to force nothing. But it's just like, he. it's crazy to think, like, he's not on this earth no more. It is one of those wild-ass things when you think about it. But it's crazy that the Mamba ain't here no more. But, um, like, it's really crazy. But, uh, Daytra, you can go ahead and speak, G. I know you, you muted, but, uh, you can go ahead if you want to say anything before we get into, uh, stuff. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, we gave our agreement and stuff. Kind of co-signed you, what you said, with everything about, like, you know, what we say and how film is about to play Like, I can't really call myself a Kobe hater because I'm young as heck when it comes to basketball. So when I started, like, actually paying attention to basketball, I was in, like, you know, the the decision era and stuff like that. Though I have watched it, I think the first finals I ever watched was probably the, um, which one would it be? Cause like I said, I'm young. So, like, fourth grade would be when, when, um, no, that's, that's not even that. Fourth grade, I was in, I think, 06 when I was in fourth grade. What was that? was, four? uh, 06 was, I think, was that Shaq and D-Wade? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Like, yeah, I, yeah that, I'm, I'm yeah. young, right? So, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't understand the intricacies of basketball, especially since I didn't play it growing up. Um, but I would say this, like, uh, I was getting more into basketball when Kobe was kind of exiting or getting slapped in conferences, but, um, I just, it, it resonated with me. (laughs) Uh, it, it, it resonated with me, um, because uh, the way he had an impact on the game, and not just like him playing, but the how people played like him, um, and uh, like somebody like Kyrie or or Devin Booker and all the people who played just like Kobe, his idol, they have that bubble mentality. That. That right there is something different um, that not many people would ever have. Mm-hmm. Um, so, big ups to that. Um, big ups to uh, um, what, who else? Big ups to um, like it just the legacy that he left. Um, I don't think it would ever be another player who. I don't think it ever be another player who will, um, who would ever, who would ever um, impact the game on their players like he did. So, uh, yeah. So yeah. Uh, shout out to um, just his legacy and. Shout out to uh, it's it's like it's, I've been talking about this joint all week, and it's getting tougher and tougher to talk about it. 
Because, like, what <laughs> else did somebody say? <laughs> and it, that just shows how great he is. Like, and for the people who, who, who grew up watching Kobe, like I said, I didn't. But it affected me in a way it's just sad. You know, it's, it's not even – it's something you would think of. He's in my, in my man, he was immortal. And, yeah, like, just like Mike, just like when Mike peace out, hey, it's going to be a god darn. It, I don't think it will have the big effect because Mike probably peace out over, like, a cigar god darn overdose or something. <laughs> and, and Kobe, unfortunately, like, passed because of um, um, a helicopter he crash. So that daily. Effect, that. that <laughs> What'd you say? He's something he does daily, ride helicopters. Yeah. Um, um so yeah, um just sad, man. It's just sad. It is. It's just a sad situation. Uh really unfor it's like it's just unfortunate because it's like you gotta think about just not Kobe, but it's just his daughter as well, who like people were like even though she I think she was even in like a couple years from entering high school, people were saying she might be one of the greatest WNBA players ever. And being the freaking daughter of Kobe Bryant, that probably was going to happen. But it's just, it's crazy. Like so many factors, you sit, you sit down and think like, wow. But um, we was going to have people on this episode, but uh, a lot of them flaked out last minute. But it's cool. But uh, they'll probably be future guests. And I know they want to be, get there. Uh, words out on podcast form, so I respect them for. So they'll be guests in future episodes um, because it's going. This 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 is a feeling that's going to last for a minute. So, mm-hmm. but um, but yeah, but we wanted to get ours out, and so, but let's go ahead and move on. Uh, let's talk about the Lakers. Um, so the Lakers, uh, they were scheduled to play the Clippers Tuesday. Uh, this past Tuesday, whenever this episode dropped, so uh, this past Tuesday, and uh, game was canceled, which is it should be, it should have been. Um, excuse me. Um, and just to let the players mourn, actually give them a break. Excuse me. Um, so I'm not mad at it, but the uh, the Lakers proceeded to play this past uh. Well, Friday, and they played Saturday as well. But Friday, they played the Blazers. Lost. But at the same time, that's that was a very emotional game going in that I didn't really see the Lakers winning in any fashion in a way. And plus the fact that if you want to have Damian Lillard dropping fit in the – we'll talk about Dame shortly, by the way. Um, but I wasn't really expecting Lakers to go out and win that game. If they did, it was going to be on some – do it like some pure like yo they did that thing type moment but if dame's gonna drop 50 and uh, uh hassan Whiteside is also going to drop freaking 30 points and hitting post fades then yeah, yeah. you was probably going to lose that game <laughs> despite like a decent kyle kuzma game ad freaking having dane near a crazy game and all of that it's just stuff like that happens but they proceed to uh Next night, go out and beat the living hell out the Clippers. I mean, not the Clippers, the Kings. Um, good win, good victory for them. Because uh, I think they were already losing. Like they already lost two in a row. And but overall, shout out to uh, the Lakers getting it back together. But 
dude, with the trade deadline this Thursday, this week coming up, do you think they need to uh, make some type of move? And what do you think that move needs to be? Uh, I don't know. Kuzma, it's a weird situation, right? It's super you kind of want somebody weird. young like Kuzma on that team to come off the bench to just put in work. But he's probably the person who's going to get more haul for you. Um, I think in in any situation, you got to look at what is their weakest like point, right? What is their weakest? And still kind of point guard. Point guard, which you should until if that Derek Collison room got sizzled up real fast. I but, mean, this disappeared. Um, I was thinking about that the other day. Um, say, say for instance. You get that constant. Right, the point guard situation is good, right? So you 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 have to look into having somebody play meaningful minutes when Bron is out and when a, and and can play with AD or play with that bench. And you need somebody after three. You need another. They do need a wing because I feel like yeah, the benefit of Bron. The benefit LeBron and like especially at this point in the season is like I feel like the I don't see the Lakers losing the number one seed at this point unless the Clippers make a crazy move and get some like a legit a center get like get Stephen Adams and or like a legit big then yes what we can I think the Clippers could f around and take the number one seed. But I feel like since we're into the last month and a half of regular season basketball, I wouldn't be shocked to see if you since LeBron had like I don't see LeBron take games off, but you want to limit his minutes. Yeah. Um. And you just I like I'm not even really thinking about the Clippers per se in a seven game series. I just think you put Brian in the playoffs. Unlike any other player, it's gonna work. Yes. It's the finals that's like sketchy. But that's how he make it to the finals with this team. He beat any team coming out the East, except for probably Philly. I think if Greek Freak take that team to the to the, um, I think if Greek Freak take that team to the to the to the finals, and he so happily goes against, he so happily goes against, um, um. The like the Clippers, I think he can have a chance of winning, even though I don't think he do. Or he goes against a team like Bron. I, I definitely don't think he wins. Um, and I can say reason I say that is because like late playoffs, yeah, you know, late playoff stretches, yeah, regular season, of course, nigga. I don't expect Chris Middleton to do anything in a final setting. Chris Middleton has Especially- not done nothing playoff worthy, and we'll have a very important dialogue on Chris Middleton when we talk about the All Star reserves. Um, like that team, and that's another thing why I think that team, if you make a move, it only is going to have to be centered around like guard play because you got people like Danny Green who, who will show up in playoff town, dog. Yep. This is what he do. Playoffs and finals, Danny Green is legit a form. Uh, and it's not just like in the shooting aspect, just playing. Meaningful defense as well. Yep. He was a very, 
very big part in like in the operation since KD ain't here. Lockdown Curry, very big part in that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so you know, now now Philly is different, right? Philly is a a different coin. If somehow Joel and B and this it's not Ben Simmons no more, by the way. If somehow Joel and B can find a way to you know, do his thing, that I can see them being a threat to the Lakers. But so the Lakers' only big hump is getting over the Clippers. And I think you give LeBron Anthony Davis in a playoff setting in which LeBron heightens almost everybody, you 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 already got a mixture for success. And I think this is going big on more on Anthony Davis than it is LeBron in which yeah. Nick, you the young guy. This is gonna be your team in legit a year and a half. So you have Arguably to next year. do this. Shoot. Yeah. So um, it, all in all, I just think they probably need a, a, another wing. I don't know who's there. The Knicks talking about. I know he ain't a wing, but he could play serviceable uh, minutes for you. And when LeBron is out and play with the Mets and stuff, but the Knicks talking about now they want first rounders for Mook, and I'm like. Don't nobody do that. <laughs> Wait for who? <laughs> for Mark, for the one in the Morris and Smoke. Oh, the uh, the real, the, the good basketball player Morris twin. Yeah. Um. So and then I think the Knicks are setting up to um to even if they trade off Mook for a first round, I think they getting that pick just to set up a, a um Chris Paul trade. A, no, 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 not even Chris Paul. <laughs> I think they're trying to get Cat. They're setting up something to either get. I don't think. I don't think you go for Chris Paul. You go. You go extremely young, in which you get Cat up out of there. Um, you get Cat, and then you fish for freaking D'Lo the best way you can, um, because the Warriors gonna have to open up space for Greek Freak anyway. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, when that beach truck backing up, you never know what's gonna go down. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if there is a wing available. Uh, Andre Iguodala. <laughs> yeah, but you don't have to make it, the trade you make for that. You probably lose more than what you get. You're going to lose a lot because the man is looking like he wants to go back to uh, the Warriors. Yeah. yeah. Um. She missed out on Trevor Ariza. Thing is, uh, I forgot Trevor Ariza was in the league. Like that's an example of the man just. St- I want to say he was still in checks. He was just collecting checks with the Kings, and then he had an opportunity, and they said, and the Kings got a phone call for the Blazers and said, "We'll take Trevor Ariza." V and uh, D Box was like, "We got Trevor Ariza." And Luke Walton was like, yeah, nigga. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, flip him. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's weird, but um, it's rumors that uh, Clint Capella is on the trade block. How do you feel about that? Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll see it happening. I, from, from, from that moment that uh, ink hit the pen, I was like, if you're going to get kicked out of this money, you better not give Chris Paul all that money. And vice versa. If you're going to give Chris Paul all this money, you better not give Clint Capella a lot of money. And they did. So, uh, you got to get him out of the... I think 
the way the the Rockets play basketball, all you need is a person who can protect the rim, not at an elite level, and grab a board so you don't get. You don't even need somebody who can grab a board. Just protect the rim and be able to probably move out of Westbrook ways so he can grab the board because he, he. I don't know about his assists, but that dude is an amazing rebounder for a guard, bro. Like even just watching his games. Like I do, I wasn't a, I wasn't big on triple double Westbrook, so I didn't get to watch. I, I I didn't watch all of his games, except for that one game when he gamed the heck out the Nuggets. But like, I didn't watch all of his names when he was going triple double crazy, and especially the second season. I'm like, man, this team is me at sauce anyway. So, uh, and they lost to Joe Ingles. So, like, but the way this nigga rebounds, you make you think he like got darn six seven dog. Like the way he grabbed boards and the way he's he 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 looked like got darn midget Rodman sometimes. <laughs> it's it, it's really weird, bro. Yeah, like is. he literally is there for the boards. Um, what else? Uh, but like if you do like looking and flip, like I've heard the Hawks aren't contention. Uh, and if you're the Hawks. It makes more sense to get Clint Capella than Drummond, mainly because Clint Capella already has his contract and his money. Yeah. And you have assets to send. You just got to tell them no about John Collins. If you can sit there and say, no, we keeping John Collins, but here, take Alex Lynn. Take Alex Lynn. You can have either... Either or of Cam Reddish or DeAndre Hunter. Either or you pick. And Cam Reddish been hooping lately. Shout out to him. But that, that guard situation is will be horrible on uh, what you would call the side because the Rockets also need a wing. That's why I'm saying you pick either Cam Reddish or DeAndre Hunter. They both can be wings. They like shooting guard, small forward type guys. You sure that's gonna work in the West? Nigga, all you need one of them two to do is shoot threes and be athletic. Cam Reddish is kind of the more ideal rocket to me. Okay, you say shoot threes and more athletic, right? Yeah. I agree with that when you're going against the bottom half of the West, right? When you're going against that top half, bro, dominant threes run through the Rockets. Hey, man. Like, and niggas who know how to niggas who know how to body up, god darn, the shoe guy, the shoe guru, I think his name is PJ Tucker. Nigga who also is selling checks, very um, much selling checks. Uh, but like, like people like, like unless hard and something's wrong with Harden, I guess the, the wrong shepherd gave him a lap dance or something because he been absolutely horrible. He had his first good game to, today, actually. Believe it or not, like I was watching a little bit of it at work. He actually he was. He had a very reasonable game. This is the first game he actually looked solid in probably a month. Like, because he has been bad. Yeah, he's, he's been pretty 40. bad. Uh, they almost lost to the Pelicans. Yeah, it was a close. It was honestly a close game. The Pelicans, it, it got close at the end. Like, the Pelicans caught fire in the third, the second half and uh, really but kept look, it close. But look, like, you see that? You see that, like, Zion and, and like Ingram had twenty eight and Zion had twenty one. And ten. What'd you say? I, oh well they both had double doubles and rebounds, so Yeah, like 
they like what they did to them. Like, yeah, what, like they were you, killing you them on the boards that whole game, G. The Pellets, that's that how the Pellets got back in the game. They were killing them in the boards. That too, and like because PJ Tucker was playing center. Yo, they lucky they they lucky they won this game, bro. They harder have to drop that forty ball. Anytime PJ Tucker plays center, bro, you you, you yo, G. I, this is why I sat there when I was watching. I'm like, why the Rockets look extremely small? They G. They didn't even play Tyson Man, Chandler Tony the whole needs game. To be fired. You have Tyson Chandler. I don't, look, bro, at this point, what the heck you get Tyson Chandler for? A locker room guy? Keep the morale high. Championship That's piece. stupid. Even at points when a game, I don't care what you, I don't care at what pace you play. There's going to be a point in the game when a game slows down. It happens in every basketball game. And you can play Tyson Chandler at that point. And especially in the playoffs, it gets super slow. Like you, like Click. I understand Click Capella is really, really good, but you ain't you ain't running that. Bro, Greek Freak destroyed the Suns, but you ain't you ain't running like like that much. The nigga had thirty and nineteen. <laughs> you ain't, like, <laughs> that's wild. But uh, I'm just looking at the score. The wild like, thing mm-hmm. is, Devin Booker had thirty two. <laughs> Joe, how you how the Devin Nuggets lose to Detroit? Jota got a thirty triple. And D Rose, they sat Derrick Rose out at some point. That when I looked at and they, like, there's no really official saying he's hurt or anything. I, I checked, so it's like either the deals are coming, <laughs> like oh, yeah. the deals are coming in. And it was like, yeah, put that ass in. The, and I think people, I think they asked for a first round pick for Rose too. I don't even think the Lakers got first round picks to get big talent. No, they but, really don't. Oh. Uh, Hmm. Sure, the fuck the pistons. Go ahead, give me Rondo. I'm just, look. You got no fucking choice. Shoot, take Rondo and um, take uh, Quinn Cook. Hey, look, you good? That's your guard shit. You, you look. We took you still got off Reggie Jackson hands, too. They, well, they still have Randy Re- Reggie Jackson, so I don't think they want two little guards. Who else they gonna take? I forgot who I was playing with on the trade. Boy, Daniels. I think I will, like almost any of the vet minimum guys they can get rid of. Well, I thought Troy Dang was gonna become a spot up shoot off the bench for them niggas. They've been using them like he, they've been playing them more. So it's just it will help when it will just help a little bit more if uh I think Troy Dang will be a lot more effective if Kuzma is a lot more aggressive when he's on the court. Because they oftentimes have them on the court together. But it's also, if they're getting buckets scored on them, Troy Daniels is utterly useless. So, that's just how I look at it. Yeah. Um, but back to Clint so, Capella. Uh, uh, <laughs> but, uh, so, besides the Hawks, like, who else could use him? Because they're saying they, sh- they want to ship him east. Which makes sense. Like, you don't want to send him to a contender. And if I'm the Boston Celtics, you better be on the phone. Yeah, or for Rose? No, for uh, Capella. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't see, Cap- I don't see, Cap- like, like if the Clippers can find a way to get, you know, but they would lose a lot 
Yeah, if I'm the Rockets, I'm like, yeah, give me uh everything, niggas. Like, if you got to, like, that's why I feel like if a team in the West is going to try to get Compella, they know they're going to have to sell more because the Rockets is going to be some ding-dongs. And be like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, if you're the Clippers, uh, if I'd rock, I heard it if, was the, uh, didn't Wild say, like, the East was playing a big part in looking for him? Yeah, that's why I said the East. That's yeah. why I said if I'm the Celtics, I'm calling. Um, the Hawks. Yeah, but who would they get back? Here, uh, take Gordon Hayward. Diaz? Um, you take Gordon Hayward and you, they got another center on their team. That I don't, let me see. That rookie? I mean, not that rookie. He ain't rookie no more. Uh, I think I know who you're talking about. Uh, mm-hmm. Grant, no, dang that nigga. Sick. Oh yeah, Robert Williams. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Black dude with the. You know, he got like dreads or something like that. Yep. Oh. Um, I can see that. Uh, who else? Like I don't like they want to send him east because the Celtics will be the only contender that will really need him because the Bucks are satisfied in their uh, front court situation. Uh, Philly shouldn't even look that way. Yeah, Philly um, don't need to look that way. Um, Toronto, if they want to move on from Mark Gasol, but Mark Gasol in a D'Antoni system just sounds like poison. Um, yeah, that dude's gonna turn into slower Brook Lopez. Literally. Um, the Nets are good in a situation. The Pacers are good in a situation. If the Magic yeah. want, no, no, because they got Vukovic and Vukovic. Yeah, I would say the Bulls. This sounds like a very Chicago Bulls ass thing to do, but they would probably f around and get Clint Capella. Yeah, it's it's literally that'd be suckish. It just sounds they, they very Chicago of, Bulls. They had to get rid of um, Wendell, right? Yeah, you flip Wendell, give up, give him Denzel Valentine. Yo, folks still on that team. Me, bro. Maybe, maybe Otto Porter to put in the deal. Yeah, just to get rid of, like, I would say you want to match the money, right? And let's see if he could match. If to match you, the money, you got to put Otto Porter in. I know. Wendell, don't give up Denzel Valentine, right? You probably can let folks walk. He would literally get you nothing, right? Nothing. You give up Otto Porter, Wendell Carter, and um, Wait, what's his I name? Thaddeus Young. I take that back. Yeah, you just mentioned Thaddeus Young. You, yeah. you, you, you just because knowing the uh, what you'll call it, the, they just want to probably just get veterans. Thaddeus Young, Otto Porter will do the job probably. Uh, Wendell Carter gonna have to be because you know they're gonna be a butthole with Clint Capella. Clint Capella's just not a good bit. He can he 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 the man can do twenty and twenty for you, G. Exactly. He gets you a twenty twenty game. So right, like you might yeah. Then that's the case. Then yeah, Wendell. If you need if you need to put that as young in, go ahead and put that as young in. But the Bulls probably use that as young for another uh, another deal. But uh, who the heck they gonna get? I just, bro, if I'm the Bulls. No, because Thaddeus just, Young wants out. Oh, uh, okay. That's what I'm saying. But, he like, out. if I'm the Bulls, G, I also, I also see, and niggas might call me crazy with this, just before it happens, um, I also see uh, what um, Zach Levine price looking at on the market. 
no star wants on that team at the moment. And the Bulls need to go full rebuild. They are in rebuild. This is this gee, they do another rebuild. You have to fire. I don't even think this is what you call a rebuild. I think it's what you call head above water. Even I though they even have call a it head above water. This they they Garpex has continuously said the past two years since they traded Jimmy, it was a rebuild. Then since the Jimmy Butler trade, it's been a rebuild. I, this is the weird thing. Like the, if this is still this is going to be the slowest rebuild on the man because the way is. this roster is funded, like you have no, you will have to wait on a, a big market free agent and that's not happening not only is chicago a horrible place to live at in the winter but nobody it's this like, front office you, is ass it's just outright it's ass nobody wants to play for this front office nobody's been happy here well no major star has been happy in this front office literally in or even the organization as a whole like it funnels down for ownership to front office so no. Like, people's going to uh, keep remembering what they did to Derrick Rose and how they did Derrick Rose wrong and how they did Jimmy Butler wrong. And Put that's why I Jimmy say Butler. you go, you send, you ship him somewhere in order for you to get first rounders or something like that and just try to build from the draft or something. I don't Which is what they've been doing. <laughs> You're, pretty much been doing. You're pretty much now giving them the ability to continue to drag this rebuild longer than it needs to be. And you're giving hey, Garpax... You, but what are you going there for? Okay, what's, what, what's next year looking like? It's, they still going to be ass. But this is yeah, my point. This is my point. If you trade Zach, you're saying, hey, look, we, we're still trying to rebuild. We just... We just couldn't say no. So pretty much... If the it, Knicks can stay rebuilding for half a freaking decade, then, bro... This is a different situation. The, this is a different situation because ticket price... Bulls fans are already not going to games. It's, it's a little different now. <laughs> like, Chicago fans are starting to get a little bit fed up now. They're not going to games. It, they're on Groupon, my nigga. <laughs> we could get games off Groupon. So it's not looking good. So trade exactly who's arguably the only exciting thing for unknowns is the last thing that this front office kind of wants to do if money is not being made. Like I get your point. Like it, I would definitely listen for Zach Levine offers. Definitely. But I'm also not going to sit there. As a Bulls fan, me looking at it, you're, I'm not. I need guard packs up out of here. I need them boiler, gone. I'm in the, if I'm boiler, because it's gonna go one of two ways, right? You look to Zach Levine's office to see what's going on, right? But if that don't happen, the next thing you know, there's gonna be a players only meeting, and then Jim Boyle is gonna be looking for high school to god darn coach at. Any CPS school that hires Jim Boyle needs to come see me. Come I'm see just me, saying, bro. In my ma- in my uh in my whatchamacallit voice. I'm just saying, dog, my OJ sister voice, cause like especially that Raptors game, bruh. Nigga called the timeout. They 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 lose about dang near 30. Nigga called the timeout with a minute and twenty-five seconds left in the fourth. <laughs> what the heck is you drawing up? <laughs> what do you like, need to talk to me about? <laughs> what what do we need to talk about, G? <laughs> 
<laughs> like we get it, we get a clap. We get it clap. It's over with. <laughs> I just find it weird, man. I just found it weird. Yeah, uh, weird I situation. hate that we're talking about the Bulls. He was looking for uh, Clint Capella places. Exactly. Like, that it, just pissed me off. It's not the biggest market for Clint Capella out there yeah. because of that money. It's not a bad contract, but it's also like a bad contract. But because you, okay, put it like this, Black. Reason I say because of that, because most of the contenders got the center and the big situation set, except for how many? Two. Celtics Clippers. So, you don't want to send it to the you guys don't want to send it to the Clippers unless you ask it for Montrez. I'm, I'm going to need Montrez and give me Pat Beverly. I'm going Pat all Bev, in like back. I need shit. What the, you're here. You're trading. You can't complain. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, what do you got to complain about? Sure. If I'm the Clippers, I'm done deal. <laughs> hey. Shoot. You want Lou Will too? Give us Austin Rivers. Uh, but. <laughs> I could imagine Doc saying, yeah, give my son back too. Fuck it. <laughs> Come on. Shoot, I don't look, bro. Austin Rivers is so he can play some defense, dog. Yeah, who Louis, on the other hand. I need to get mixed mixed. In the blender blender. But, um, yeah. <laughs> but, okay, let's do the same thing for Kuzma, even though we started off with that. And let's oh. throw away, let's get Boban, whatever, whichever brother that is. Let's not the one say on him. Kings. Okay, so not him. But uh, also, shout out to the Lakers saying, uh, shout out to the Lakers saying to the Clippers, we don't want Belleza. Give us uh, Boyan. They're like, and the Clippers is like, click. <laughs> like, well, that's what your ass yeah. get, <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> and that just, yeah. and for one, that means, for one, respect to uh, our boy, uh, what's the gym? I Freaking forgot his name. Rob Palinka. Uh, yeah, Palinka. Shout out to him, G, because that means he got some common sense. Yeah, so, he, got some, he know how much it's like. It's, it's, it's Kuzma is nowhere near a bad player. Yeah, he's not. He just can't be the third fiddle, dog. He can't consistently be the third fiddle, especially in like the lineups that where AD isn't the center. Like if AD's the center, I think Kuzma will work a lot better because the floor just looks better. But my also, main issue, I think Kuzma, he's just like. And it's weird how they both were drafted with each other. But I think it's just like a Brandon Ingram situation in which he going to need some volume in his shots. Yeah. But I feel like he just needs to be more aggressive, too. Because And plus, time, some people don't some people don't work well when you next you go from, I can dribble the ball up the court to uh, here. LeBron just threw you a goddamn behind the back, around the world, nutmeg pass. I need you to shoot the three and it's three seconds left. Like some too. people don't work with that type of stuff. Some people Kevin don't. Kevin Love had to grow into it. Kevin Love was used to getting the ball whenever you felt like it, too. So that's a different situation. <laughs> like, literally, he was the uh, Timberwolves offense during that time frame. Uh, but, yeah, and I just feel like Kuz just need to be aggressive because he just sits in the corner. Even when LeBron isn't on the court, he sits in the corner. I'm like, gee, I shouldn't be seeing Alex Crusoe, and I love Alex Crusoe. But... Alex Caruso shouldn't be doing the stuff I would expect Kuzma to do. Let's put it that way. But back True. to the original point. Uh, but if I'm the Lakers, like, I know I can get value for Kuzma. And, no, I wouldn't trade. And me, I wouldn't trade Kuzma for Derrick Rose. No. No. Like, that's not yeah, enough. No. no. Like, I could, I could, that's, 
Avery Bradley, Rondo, and I guess Quinn Cook. I guess. I don't. But, I don't trade Avery Bradley. Yeah, me neither. I, Avery Bradley's been pretty good, and I like him defensively. That's why I would try to keep him. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that's why I always say Rondo has to be part of the trade. Rondo, ha- if it, if you're trying to get Derrick Rose, hell, even if you settle for DJ Augustine, Rondo has to be part of the trade. Um, yeah, because I feel like the offense, their their bench offense, will flow a lot better with no Rondo. And I think if, if they decide to keep Kuzma, things will work out better. But if you're flipping Kuzma, you're getting something equal in value back for Kuzma, which. When I, like, you brought up Trey, Zach Levine, I would trade Kuzma for Zach Levine in a hot-ass second. I don't care. Yes. I don't think that money matched up for the Lakers. You figure that shit out. If you need to call another team, call another team. Uh, but if it's a Kuzma-Zach Levine swap, cool. You, you you figure the money out. Call who you need to call. You'll make it work. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, it has to be either somebody young or a borderline all-star type guy, and it's not a lot of people in the league like that, honestly. And now, there's so much parity, and it's such a – and I think that's why it hasn't been like tra- – even though I think – ain't it done Thursday? Ain't the deadline yeah. met Thursday? The deadline's this Thursday or Friday. Thursday. Uh, it's about to go absolutely brazy by that time. Between now um, and the next couple few days, it's going to be a while, like – if we if it depends how wild it gets, we may do a trade deadline special like we did last week last last year. Um, yeah, I do think though um, that there's a possibility that Kuzma stays on that team until summer. Yeah, I agree. I wouldn't be mad. Even win or lose, I think Kuzma don't spend another year with the Lakers. Um, I think you. After a chip, Kuzma buying price. I mean, uh, selling price be like either goes up. But even then, yeah. like that, just say if Kuzma if Kuzma looks like Kuzma from last year in the year before, you have to keep him for future purposes, and then you just have to tell AD, "Look, nigga, you gonna have to play the five. You have to play the five. LeBron is gonna be here, so technically." You're not always going to be guarding. And it's not a lot of freaking centers in the league anyway that play physical. But Joel Embiid, Andre Drummond, Rudy Gobert. Marcus Aldridge give you a bump or two. LaMarcus Aldridge is getting to the point where his career is going to be post-fades. That's a different yeah. situation. And Hassan <laughs> Whiteside. And Whiteside is about to get flipped to the uh, highest seller once Yerkich get back. And shout out to White Side because you're you're up in your trade value, my nigga. So you do you did it to yourself. So like it's arguably only like five six centers who legit will rough you up a little bit physically. But even then, like I feel like depending on how it works, like they'll figure something out. But if Kuzma gets it together this season, like. This season or in the, during the playoffs, then I feel like you have to keep him, unless you get something offered because he's also going to be a restricted free agent. So you have to figure out what, how much you about to spend on the man. Uh, but if if it's still to a point where it's like you sign him and then flip him, go ahead and do that. Go ahead and do it. Figure out who you might want to get, 
it's people out there. I don't know who, but you can find somebody. Shoot. Um, but it's really weird because it's not a lot of people like who I would trade Kuzma for. Like it's really not a lot of people because I, if I'm the Lakers, I prefer the one to get somebody young, or somebody who it who can legit score, but also I can trust run my bench at the same time without when where I could run lineups with you without AD and LeBron on the court with you. That should be my sole purpose of wanting you, and it's really nobody like that right now. Yeah. But Zach Levine. Like, I would say yes to Zach Levine. Because I'm looking at certain teams. It's just like, no. <laughs> no. Um, Because, like, most of the teams in the West are already not going to deal with the Lakers automatically. The Hawks have nobody if I'm the Lakers I want. The Cavaliers have nobody I would want. The Knicks... All they, they all they young guys don't equate to what Kuzma what Kuzma could potentially be, and no, I'm not trading Marcus Morris for uh, Kuzma either. That's dead. That's just stupid. Um, what about like Marcus Morris, Kevin Knox? I think about it. Elijah I would have to serious. No, nah, it would Wait, have to be Mar- it. Marcus Morris, Kevin Knox, and Dennis Smith Jr. Dennis Jr. is still on the... Damn, I forgot he's still on the Knicks. Or Frank Nicotina, but I don't think Coach can shoot. Frank Nicotina is literally Rondo with no jump shot. How much is... Hold on. You said Dennis Smith... How much is he getting paid? Hold on. Dennis Smith Jr. Because I forgot for one that he's still in the league. Um, Wait, injury. Is he hurt? Let's see. Out with oblique injury, blah blah blah. Oh, that was in October, so I don't know. He hasn't been playing. What's his contract? Let's see. Shout out to Sports Rack. Always having them player contracts ready. Let's see. Dennis Smith Jr. has a four year. He's still on his rookie contract? He is yeah. still on his rookie contract. So you have you will have him for another two years. I would do Marcus Morris and Dennis Smith Jr. Yes, but it depends on how healthy Dennis Smith Jr. for one it healthy he is, and how motivated he is as well. That's the only way I would do that. That's the only way. I would do that deal. I think you get motivated playing for fucking Braun and AD. I would hope so. <laughs> and probably get vengeance against the Mavericks. So. Yeah. But yeah, like, I would. That'd be it. Or you could just outright just flip one of Rondo for him as well, too, if you want. Like, if you just want to be. Like, if, if, mm-hmm. like if the Pistons is asked for too much. The Magic Damn tripping. Damn, Rondo have been playing for every fucking dynasty that ever existed at that point. Hey, who cares? Um, be that way sometimes. Uh, but yeah, like, man, I really forgot he was in. <laughs> Hold on, what has he done this year? Hold on, let's see. Let me just look at because, like, I I don't remember him playing. 
a lot this year. Yeah, there's already trade rumors. Interest from the Timberwolves and Magic. What the fuck would the Timberwolves want to do with him for? Who? Is Smith Jr.? Yeah. Nigga, they don't have a point guard. Tell me the Timberwolves point guard. Andrew Wiggins? <laughs> that nigga about to be a warrior. The nigga has Until played 25 games. For, for, uh, Bro, they're not playing him outright because, like, for the season, he's averaging 5.2 points and three assists. Bro, they not playing. They not playing no young niggas. There's a reason they not doing that, bro. Ain't nobody about to be there. Be that way sometimes. Uh, but yeah. So, but yeah, Kuzma is a sticky situation on flipping. Um, because it's like if I'm trading him, if I know I'm getting great value, that's the only way I'm flipping him is if I get great value. But yeah. Um. Let's go ahead and move on to uh, All-Star Reserves, unless there's another player that we are missing. No, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, we'll see. But, uh, yeah, because I can't really think. If not, we'll just do a hot fire names of people who might get flipped um, before we end the episode. But let's go ahead and talk about All-Star Reserves. Um, All-Star Reserves has finally been announced this past last week as well um arguably very controversial but it'd be that way sometimes uh but let me i'm trying to pull up pull the list up before i i don't want to give accurate information also while we was talking about marcus moore shout out to that man um hoeing uh jay crowder that shit's hilarious respect told that man he's uh he got female tendencies g <laughs> Real. <laughs> Let's see. Where the hell? Let me just Google search this stuff. All right, NBA All Star Reserves. I thought it was on my Twitter page somewhere. All right. So. So East All Star Reserves: Jimmy Butler, which is expected. Ben Simmons expected. Jason Tatum and Baby Sabonis, yeah. Kyle Lowry, Bam Adebayo. Wait, Sabonis made it? Yeah, Baby Sabonis made it, yeah. Hey. And Chris Middleton. He's going to be the last pick, but hey. Either him uh, or uh, Rudy Gobert. <laughs> nah, Rudy Gobert get picked before Baby Sabonis. I think he's going to be one of them, too. Oh. Um, and then for the West... I like- I'll go ahead. Now, yeah, let's talk East, then we'll go to the West. Go ahead. I like, other than, who got snuff for Chris Middleton? Will it be Bradley Beal? That's it. The main it be Bradley Beal or Zach Levine, right? The main East snubs, the Chicago nigga in me says Derrick Rose, of course. But uh, you can argue Andre Drummond because the nigga's averaging 15 and 15. Like, which is ridiculous. Uh, Bradley Beal, definitely niggas averaging freaking tw- dang near 29, I think. And Zach Levine. Those be the primary two, primary three, four snubs. <laughs> and just with my argument with Chris Middleton is, I 
just like, okay, the man, it got maxed out this summer. Is he a good player? Yes. But what we, but it's like when I look at that Bucks team, they're very 2007 through 2010 Cleveland Cavaliers of players who are getting elevated because they're playing with a very God tier player. That being Giannis. And yes, Chris Milton's averaging 20, but I didn't know he was having much of an impact on that team because he was gone for a month and they were still going blowing teams out the water with freaking Dante Javenzo starting. So to me, that alone kind of lowers your all-star stock to me because it's like, gee, they didn't miss you. They didn't miss you. You wasn't missed. Giannis was still being Giannis. And yes, even though he had to drop, he dropped 50 the day before the day of either. Oh, I forgot. That don't mean nothing to me because Corey Brewer dropped 50 once upon a time. Mo Williams dropped 50 and became a Cleveland Cavalier and had to cry to be an all-star. So I just don't view Chris Middleton as a legitimate all-star. He's an all-star of via stark or circumstance of, well, the Bucks are doing good and he is the second best player on the team. And I just can't buy that. Like, I just don't view him as an all-star this year. Last year, yes. But in terms of just how stacked the East is, despite some of the best players being on very bad teams, and you can't control the fact that those are very bad teams. Because if you was to put Giannis on the Wizards for Bradley Beal, they'll probably be in a better situation. But that's the difference between Giannis and Bradley freaking Beal. That's just my point. If you put Giannis on the Pistons, they'll probably legit be a seven and six seed, probably maybe even better. Um, but but yeah, but if you leave Chris Middleton alone with this current team, no, that team is not a playoff team. No, do I think first option Chris Middleton is an All Star? Hell, fucking no, at all. No, hell no. Sorry, no. So it's just my point on Chris Middleton. He. Like, for you to be getting paid $170 million, I need you to be putting up legit crazy stats that make me feel like you're being a max player. Because to me, all mm-hmm. I see is Giannis dropping 30 and, like, Giannis dropped 30 and 20 tonight, G. He don't need to do that. Or if he was to do that, you would think like, well, dang, Giannis got no choice because Chris Middleton out here dropping freaking 28 too. So it's like his shots are coming easier. You're averaging 20 with Giannis as your teammate, G. I would literally, if Giannis was my teammate, me with literally like freaking, I ain't going to say I'm the greatest hooper ever, but G, I would at least have 10 points off threes and probably fouling off trying to hustle for rebounds. 20 points just don't cut it to me. That's just how I look at it, G. That's just how I view it. While Bradley Beal out here fighting for his life on the Wizards, free Bradley Beal, by the way, is out here dropping 28. And that's to keep the Wizards in games. That is to keep the Wizards in games. Or hopefully, hope to win. It's not like he's out there dropping 30 and he's just like, well, let me just get 30. No, that's 30 to survive. Like, I just can't honor it, G. Um, 
So that's my thoughts on Chris Middleton. Um, overall, I'm, and J- Jason Taylor's my other end, mainly because I think Jalen Brown has been the better player consistently this year. Like I can't ain't get mad at either them, or. Ain't both of them? In? No, both of them. Are, uh, never mind. Yeah, like I think Jalen Brown deserved a little bit more. Like Jason Tatum, I think is just the more he's the better overall player. But in terms of consistency and just impact, I think Jalen Brown was more the all-star player between the two. So that's just yeah. how I view it. And I'm not mad at and people mad at Kyle Lowry making it. I'm like, when Siakam and everybody died magically a few a month ago, Kyle Lowry was hooping. He was hooping and keeping them afloat. So he deserved it off that alone. So, yeah, like, I really don't have much problems with the East besides Chris Middleton. Yeah, no, nah, I, I ain't no problem with it either. It's, uh, I mean, I, I have a problem with it with the Chris Middleton thing, but everybody else was cool. Um, I'm happy that Bam was in. I think yeah. he really deserved it. He definitely uh, did. And he will be, he's athletic. So, athletic people in the All Star game is really, really cool. Um, Jimmy, Ben, all them being in there is really, really good. Uh, you can go to the West now. All right. The West, uh, Russell Westbrook, Damian Lillard, who has been going through a freaking crazy streak of basketball lately, uh, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, Jokic, Chris Paul, Brandon Ingram. All of them is really, really good until you get to um, Rudy Gobert. Um <laughs> No way Jazz should have two people. Ever. I'm sorry. No. Ever. No. If it's Carl Malone and John Stockton, yes. Like, that's Wait, a different Paul breed. George didn't start, right? Paul George didn't make it at all. And I was that campaigning hilarious. that Paul George shouldn't be an all-star this year. No, I, I know. I know. That. It's hilarious. Um, That's hilarious. But I, this should... My man, this is not two jazz should never made it, bro. You could, I guess they needed another big for Rudy Go. That's why Rudy Gobert is in there. But, bro, I'm not about to watch this man tip put back in. He's not even dunks, bro. He's just tipping the ball back in. What are you going to do? <laughs> well. Hey, look, man. Who was the, who was the uh, West Snubs? Uh, the notorious West Snubs. Devin Snubs. Booker. End the yeah. story. Yeah, it's legit Devin Booker. That's it. Like honestly, um, yeah. I'm sorry, G. Like honestly, I understand that you probably want another center. I understand that, but my nigga, nobody wants to see Rudy Gobert, G. Nobody, nobody. The man's sole purpose is going to be stop Joel Embiid. Why? <laughs> Why? Nobody wants to see that, G. Man, I'm I'm literally thinking of like other people who could be in there other than Rudy Gobert. That's a big, but the the West big situation is weird. It's AD. Oh yeah, cat, but. Yeah, cat. But cat missed. Cat missed like I think. You remember cat missed like three weeks out of nowhere though. So. And also, he haven't won since Thanksgiving. 
Yeah, so it's like him personally. I think the Timberwolves have won a game, but no, 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 they haven't. They haven't been good at all. I don't know because it's a tweet that they tweeted out that said uh, Timberwolves supposed to be bad this year, but it was in them, you know, sarcastic big and small letters. And they haven't won. I think they haven't won a game since that tweet. Gee, that they tweet on eleven game, game losing streak. Oh, uh, okay, okay. So they're on eleven game losing streak. But Carnegie Towns has yet to win a game with the Timberwolves since, I think, Thanksgiving. Because he was out with an injury. When he was out with an injury, I think they were able to get one game. Yeah, they got a couple off. But Carnegie Towns wasn't able to get one. That's that's sad. Yeah, so Kent kind of disqualified itself off that, unfortunately. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know how they're going to do this situation because I don't think you can make anybody happy, especially how big the league is. I just think that wins shouldn't matter. Wins should matter when it comes to starters, not reserves. Mm. I think reserves should matter of how great the player is. I feel like wins should only factor in in terms of, like, okay, I will I will factor wins in only for, like, if you want to replace a player. So you reward a winning team in that aspect. Because, it, like, I always view the All-Star game as the best players on the court at all times. And not just because you're a second option don't on a good team don't mean you're a good player like an all-star, Chris Middleton here. But, and it's just, I'd rather see the best players at all times. And Devin Booker is a better player, is probably, one is arguably, is a top 15 player. And you're telling me that he's not good enough to be in an all-star game. It just don't sit right with me. It just don't. I think it's too right for anybody. And yes, I understand great players went make their teams better, but some. But at the same time, when you look at the West situation, Brandon Ingram is team is not literally is no better than the Suns. Is no better than the Suns. And that's why I think like, and I know that one probably wins. I think that was more the sheer fact that Brandon Ingram been balling. Yeah, but and he's keeping. He's not. I don't think he's. I wouldn't say he's winning, but he's keeping them afloat. But when it comes to like we, I say uh, we show the battle when it, it it determines like the starters and stuff like that because now to out of ten, the teams with the the winning record, they're going to already have a starter because it's always a superstar. Yeah. Um. Like, you have your anomalies like, like Trey Young, but it's just they're popular. Yeah, and then with Trey Young, like, my man is, like, I think top five in scoring. He has to be a. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what I will propose is that when it comes to the All Star game and it comes down to the reserve, I think they should break it up between. I think the the player votes should be exactly even more. Should be way way more. I think the media votes should be 
I don't even nah, think the, the, the reserves is, is strictly coaches. No, I know. I'm sorry. I'm kind of sleepy. Let me put it like this. I think it should be more than just coaches. I don't think the media should get a vote. I think the um, the players should get in because I think if you're going to do the reserves, and I know the coaches, and I don't – I still understand how Rudy Gobert is in the goddamn game. Even as a coach, I don't – well, nobody can look at folks' face and say, look, man, I'm not putting this tall, fresh nigga in the game. Uh, nobody can look at bro when they, when they were voting for him, but I just think the players should literally pitch in on those votes to literally say like, you know, I play against this. I played against this guy every single, you know, I played against this guy on nights where he gave me problems or it was impossible to guard him and stuff like that. But everybody in their mama know Devin Booker can. It's few people who can guard that man. If he if he if he if he's shooting bad, it's because of him and not the person that's guarding him. G. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's weird. Oh no, well I don't think anything will be done about that. I just think for as long as basketball continues to be basketball, people are going to be salty about the All Star game and them yeah. not getting in or who should have been in and who shouldn't be in. But I just think to this year in particular, um, it's kind of weird how uh, some people was like kind of missing, especially when it's like Devin Booker should be over Brandon Ingram. Like, as much as I don't want to see Rudy Gobert in the game, I can understand why he's in it. Yeah. Um, but like, Bradley Beal should be over Chris Middleton, well, as much as I don't like Chris Middleton or don't think he should be in the game, you can understand why he in it. And I will also, I would say, like, for going on, I know it wasn't a problem this year, but for going on, a rule should definitely be no more than two people from a team. Because... Um, Greek Freak at one point was campaigning for Eric Bledsoe to be in the All-Star game. Uh, and that goes to why stuff like that makes me wonder if Giannis actually wants to leave Milwaukee if he's caping for these niggas. That's just you being a le- Bro, I don't think even if you... Bro, they, they, they on pace to win what, like 65 games or something like that? Yeah. Like, bro, you're gonna have good chemistry with them. I'm saying if he wins that chip, which he won't, but if he do, he automatically stays. If he gets to the the finals, there's a chance he stays. There's a chance he leaves. If he don't make it to the finals, he's leaving. Agreed. He got his own signature shoe. He got so much going on that, and he's the biggest god darn um, uh, overseas star, like. You can literally go anywhere. I mean, he can literally go on any team. He still has a, 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 a big fan base, a big this and big that. Actually, it would evaluate if he go to a bigger market, like mm-hmm. that new arena in San Francisco. So, hey, you know, I'm pretty sure it's agent telling him to do that. Since it, at that point, if Grief Freak leave, it will be the norm, a player. So you your stock wouldn't go down as a player. Um. Like yeah, it's 
man, this that is a win-win situation for him if he leaves. Win-win. Yeah. It's a win-lose situation if he stay. Because I don't care. If your name ain't Luol Cinder, you are not winning the title with Milwaukee. <laughs> and Oscar Robinson. If you Oscar Robinson. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It took Luol Cinder to come for Oscar Robinson with the title with Milwaukee. So... The moment Lou all send the left. Yeah. Nothing was the same. But but yeah, overall, it's like those are my main gripes is Rudy Gobert and Chris Middleton. But it be that way sometimes. Uh see also they did change the all star game format in honoring of Kobe. And to me, the breaking of the news kind of proven that people don't do math or failed math. And so pretty much what they're doing this year is they're doing a, each quarter is going to be its own separate entity. If you want to think of it like that. So the first quarter, zero, zero, whoever, whoever has the most points that quarter, they win that quarter goes to that team's charity. Second quarter goes back to zero, zero. And whoever wins the quarter, Goes to that charity, walk the bam. Third quarter, same thing, rent, squash, repeat. Fourth quarter, they combine the points of the first and first through third quarter. So that just say first quarter, Team LeBron wins forty to thirty. I'm gonna try to keep the math simple for myself. And second quarter, LeBron's team wins thirty-five to. 34. Third quarter, Giannis wins 42 to 35 or whatever. You combine them, and then add 24. They add, no, they say you, whoever, you, they, your point total goes to whoever goes the first two, the uh total of your score to 24 or higher. Like they add 24 points. First to 24 pretty much wins the fourth quarter. Let's put it that way. You know, I feel like in an all-star game, that 24 points can go fast as hell. But, yeah. yeah. But the purpose of it is to play goddamn defense. That is the purpose, is to win defense. So, uh, that's pretty much how they're doing it to uh, tribute Kobe. It could have been done a little bit more clear to me, but um, it'd be that way. But I'm not really mad at it. I kind of like it because, in a way, you're uh, forcing teams to actually play defense throughout the entire game, even though I still feel like the first quarter is going to be a offensive show- showcase. And then the second and third quarter is going to second, third, and fourth quarter is going to be where we get actual, like, real game-ass defense happening just, to, uh, just so people kind of have that bragging rights because that 24 points is going literally – it's probably a good thing Steph and Clay – isn't playing this year in KD because they can score 24 in like five minutes. Yeah. Think about it. So it's probably a good thing. This format works perfectly for, because there's no God tier shooter. I'm like, man, put that ball in James Harden's hand. Then on the other team, if I'm Greek Freak, I'm like, I'll take it, guys. What's your day on James Harden, nigga? <laughs> nigga, the dude is literally—you talk about getting twenty-four points in the fastest. He can do that. 
Yeah. I don't want to see James Harden foul niggas. <laughs> don't want to see uh, James Harden foul niggas, G. I don't. In the words of a Houston stand, don't foul them. Be that way. Sound like Pappy. Um, but, but yeah. Um, what was I about to say? But yeah. Um, so that's the format. I'm not mad at it. I like it. Feel like it adds defense to the game, uh, and some seriousness to it as well. And arguably, they're just trying to find ways to make the game competitive, which is what people want. So, if so, it's like you're finding unique ways. If it don't work this year, they just get rid of it and go back to the old format, or they figure something else out. Or maybe they just say, all right, first, fourth quarter, 24 points is just too damn low. 81 points. <laughs> so, like, hey, you know, I think that's what they should have did. It was like for, uh, fourth quarter, first team to 81 wins. I think that would have been fun-ass basketball um, to see. But, yeah, so um, that's that. Uh, before we end the episode, uh, your thoughts on Dame's uh, tear through the NBA right now? That boy going crazy. The this is so crazy. The way how everybody in the MVP race in the West is going because that just this just means that Greek Freak got a guaranteed W with that MVP G. Because it's like he's the only person who has been like uberly can like like really really consistent in which he's going to. Put up wild stats the whole entire time he's been on the like the entire time of the season, but Dame right now, man, like that MVP ladder, he climbing it, dog. Late in the season, G, like mm-hmm. and it's not just this dude shooting from thirty feet efficiently. Like what the mm-hmm. heck? Like, uh, wait, is it by beyond thirty feet? I don't know. It, like. Whatever it is, like, dang near about the logo, he shoots it efficiently. I think he's somewhere, like, around 48%. Yes, he is. He's very he, much. He just broke the record of, like, consecutive games with more than eight threes. Attempt, uh, not even attempted, just just Man. going in. Yep. Yeah. Um, what he doing right now is special. Uh... I wonder who was that because at the beginning of the season it was James Harden. After that, it was kind of like what Brian's doing, and now it's kind of like Dame. Mm-hmm. Um, and like literally, I don't know what's the team to to stop him. It hasn't been any team so far. Let's see, dude. They got um, the Clippers coming up. <laughs> they got the Clippers coming up. They, I, right, they, I said, let mind. me see. Hold on, let me see uh, because that's say, that you know how to, you know how. That. You know Kawhi Leonard wakes up just to ruin niggas uh, who who are having fun playing basketball. Let's see, mm, it's just true. Nuggets, no. Spurs, no. Jazz again. He just sunk them niggas. I can see Jimmy waking up to go crazy for him. Pelicans, no. <laughs> Grizzlies, no. Pelicans, no. Mm, I don't think they. Yeah, the pretty Pelicans. easy schedule coming up. They can come back to that eighth or seventh. Yeah, and like. He's doing this while getting them back going into the playoff race, which is good to see. Um, yeah, I don't really like. Arguably, I think the only team that's coming up that could stop, probably put a shutdown to it, would be the Heat. Because um, I feel like they got enough bodies defensively, and Jimmy will be motivated to do something. But 
just me looking at it, like, gee, these past six games, I'm just going to list these stats. Against the Warriors, 61, 61 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists. Mm-hmm. Dallas, 47 points, 6 rebounds, 8 assists. Pacers, 50 points, 6 rebounds, 13 assists. The Rockets, 36, 10, and 11. His first triple-double of his career, which I'm very shocked by, um, but... Um, the Lakers on Kobe night, 40, 48 points, nine rebounds, 10 assists. And then against the Utah Jazz, which have two all-stars, 51 points, two rebounds, 12 assists. In the process of this, he is averaging 48 points, seven rebounds, and 10 assists in these past six games. He's shooting 55% and draining 49% of his threes. No, well, he no, he made forty nine threes. My fault. It's not forty nine percent. I don't regard- be like. Hot damn! <laughs> if he's making forty nine, but forty nine threes in the six game stretch is still crazy. Uh, but I'm impressed by it. Um, like Dame, like is oftentimes is in the forgotten in the conversation the best point guard in the league. Um, we did talk about it during the course of the playoffs last year even like that he has he that he is coming for number two and right now you can argue he is the best point guard in the league right now like with his current play best player uh with his current stretch of playing right now as well but i'm enjoying it um keep at it as long as you can like it's only you can only drop 50 for as long as you can. The only person who did it for an entire strain of month was Kobe and James Harden did it as well. So Yeah, well Chamberlain. Well Chamberlain was dunking over uh white boys and he still gave freaking Bill Russell uh forty. And that was an off night. So think about that. But Will Chamberlain did do do so. Um regardless, like this stretch of basketball is very good to see. Um, I'm enjoying it. He's doing it efficiently. Like people, you got the Rockets fans saying, well, Harden been doing it, but it's more fun to watch. It is just more fun to watch. Like he's dunking on niggas, putting on freaking crossing niggas up, driving to skedaddle into the lane, popping freaking half court threes and stuff like that. Like the man is unconscious right now. And He's covered by the blood with the way he's hooping. And I can't knock it at all. So go crazy, G. Um But yeah, I'm enjoying it. Keep at it, Dame. Like if if he keeps at it, like even like once it goes like, you know, back to normal and just getting the Blazers back into the playoff push, he is putting himself in MVP conversation though. He is definitely putting himself in conversation if he keeps like you just say he stays around like twenty five and thirty and still close to ten assists, he's in MVP conversation automatically to me. Automatically. Definitely. So Definitely. But yeah, so I'm not mad at it. Dame keep going crazy, G. Uh but yeah, I'm I'm proud. I'm happy to see it because um I was starting to get really worried about the Blazers because um hey, be that way. <laughs> but uh they about to get Nurkic back because he's been uh, teasing his return. I think he'll be back after the trade deadline, I think. But maybe before. 
depending if it's before and he looks normal, they're they're gonna flip that man to uh they're gonna flip white side ass to Cleveland. <laughs> they're gonna send that man to Cleveland for Kevin Love. And I wouldn't blame him. It's a possibility. Yep, because if like you're back in the playoff push now, so it's like let's go all in. Let's go all in. Shoot. Bump it. Like Yerkich is out here hooping. He's good. Kevin Love, we got Kevin Love on our team. Melo can come off the bench and we good. So, something to look forward to. But that's an episode on that note. Uh, appreciate you guys for listening. Make sure you do follow us on Twitter at Threes from the Ring for all our little basketball wrestling takes. Anything you want to disagree, agree with on the, uh, as you listen to the podcast, mention us and let us know. G makes us know you listening. Let us know you enjoying the show and all of that. If you feel like Rudy Gobert's an all-star, that's effed up, but it be that way sometimes. Uh, or you're just a Utah Jazz fan, and I'm just waiting for you mugs to fail, which I live for. I really do. But appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, whatever pro- uh, podcast uh, network you're listening to us off of, greatly appreciate you, but make sure you follow, share this thing, man. It'd be greatly appreciated. But peace. Avito's Jim.